Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast with me, Tara Misseldine, and Amanda Kingsley. Um, today, we have a really fun topic that we're going to talk about, and it is how do we keep going and do what needs to be done and do what we're excited to do even when we feel crappy? Um, so, Amanda, this should be an easy one to talk about. I know that you're actually coming off of a week of not feeling so hot. We've actually already rescheduled this recording um, episode because you poor thing had like, such a bad headache that we couldn't actually continue on. So I think that this this feeling of um, not being able to stop our lives despite how we feel is going to sort of be pretty resonant with a lot of people listening because as moms and businesswomen, we don't always get to just put a pause button on the recording of life, do we? Do we? We certainly do not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I would love to hand it to you. Um, sure. Do we want to start with gratitudes first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. There oh. you go. It, see, I think what's distracting is I'm looking at your face, and usually we do audio only. So we I'm afraid do. Jump in. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let, let's start with our gratitude oh, here. I'm looking at my gratitude this week, which is that we, I, we bought an old house, right? And so we've done a ton of work on it. And for many, many years, I don't, I'm not going to even guess how many, we had a plywood kitchen floor and then we upgraded and we heated our kitchen floor. We put down ceramic mm. tile, but we never grouted it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had like five or six years with no grout in the kitchen floor. And I just took my kids to Maine to visit family friends for, uh, it's just two nights. But I came home and my husband grouted the tile. Oh, oh my God, yay. So are, you, are you grateful for grout or are you grateful for Stuart? Oh my God. <laughs> or both. Really. Let's just say both. Um, it's so fun to walk in there every time. I'm like, I love my husband. I love this floor. Yeah. That <laughs> That's my gratitude this week is for grout. <laughs> well, that, that is awesome. Okay, so my my gratitude is like a really weird thing, but I'm like – celebrating it so much. I have, you know, you can actually see me. You're looking over my shoulder in my gorgeous office in downtown Northampton here in this awesome co-working space. And I have totally tailored this office to myself and I love it. And I have these four pieces of art that are sort of like inspirational and botanical and whimsical. And I was at the store the other day and I found these note cards and I'm going to show Amanda in the video. Ooh. You them. But they are the exact same collection of inspirational art that is on the wall framed. That's so awesome. You know that I love making and sending handmade note cards. And when I saw them, I was just like, oh my gosh, serendipity strikes again. And I just, I'm loving writing things in them. I wish they had oh, a lot more in the bid. So that's my weird little gratitude. The serendipity of finding beautiful things in more than one place. <laughs> Your little art angels were on your my, side. Yes, my little art angels. <laughs> okay, now we can talk about keeping going when you're uh, feeling crappy. Yes, <laughs> now let's do it. So I think we've uh, all well, been since there. you already mentioned the fact that we had to cancel our last podcast recording um, because I was uh, I had a really bad headache. Um, really, it was a migraine. I realized, mm -hmm. especially when we started recording. Because as soon as we, or we started talking, I was like, no, 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 I can do this. I can push through. And as soon as we started talking, I started getting nauseous mm -hmm. and like it, my head, it just got, everything got so much worse. So part of the keep going thing is just knowing your boundaries, right? Like it's just knowing, nope, that is the, that 
I just tried and I know that I need to cancel. And does it make the week hard? Yeah, because now Tara and I have to reschedule again. Um, but to be fair, we already had to reschedule once because I didn't plan my day and everything sort of blew up around me. <laughs> so, it's a miracle that these podcasts are getting to our audience. <laughs> but there, that actually feeds right into the to what we're talking about because like we're not we're not willing to just let it go. Like we can't just not do this. We're we're so committed to bringing these things into the world, and I think that you know, as moms and as entrepreneurs, we feel that way about a lot of things and trying to balance between, you know, what is your, what's your boundaries for self-care, but also your devotion to what you need to bring into the world. You know, it's like labor. You can't actually just say, actually, no, this isn't working. Like, (laughs) I I don't, I don't want to continue on with Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes those things want to like push through us whether we're ready or not. And I I think that's another uh, dynamic of this conversation is how do you, what is that, that perfect blend of honoring your boundaries, but also honoring your ambitions, you know? I think for me, and I'll tell you what I did after we got off, I definitely rested, but I have this like... I'm a problem solver. I'm like always, always calculating where the next puzzle piece can go and like what I can fit in and how I can make it work. And it's just like how my brain works all the time. So I, that day, like I took the time to meditate and really set intention. And because I knew I couldn't like physically or mentally get anything done, (laughs) like it was just not going to happen. And so I didn't just rest. Like I didn't just sleep, although I did sleep, but I took the time to ease into sleep by setting in meditative intention. And like, so in other words, like I'm always fitting some other thing that I know is an important part of my life into the, like I always have it ready to go. So when things get tweaked or twisted or rescheduled, I always have something new to put in that spot. Like Tara, when we had the oops with the first podcast recording last week and our days were mixed up, um, Tara said to me like, oh my goodness, I have to cancel. Uh, I had it for the wrong date. And I said, no big deal. I've got like seven other things I can plug into that spot. And so I think part of it's very gracious since I gave you about a seven minute notice because it was was (laughs) you being like, hey, are we still on? Like, no, we're not. Like, I'll see you in seven minutes. Nope. (laughs) But I think that's part of the keep going for me is like always having some level of growth you can plug in, right? It can be as simple as like doing your meditation then instead of at a different time or journaling then instead of a different time or, oh, I was going to write my blog post tomorrow, but Tara just canceled, so I'll write it today. Mm -hmm. And so... The ability, the like flexibility, I think is so important when you are focusing on keeping going because you're not just canceling and then being like, well, now my day is blown or no matter what level of like passion you have for your work at that moment, you can find something that will be productive. That makes sense. Absolutely. And there's, (laughs) there's actually a few different uh, tools and tactics that you're you're speaking to the flexibility is definitely one uh, but then the other one is an actual productivity tool that lots of really 
distinct productivity experts offer, and that is to have a, a constant running list of available things to do so that when that necessary flexibility comes up, you're not grasping or trying to like strain through all of the things that could fit in that sudden available window um, that you know, like here's a, a mental list of all of the things that could take me 10 minutes. All yeah. I need is a 10 minute window and I could do this thing. Um, you know, or like, like you sort of spoke to, I don't have all the stamina that I always do. So what could I do that, you know, I can meditate. That doesn't take up tons and I can lay there and do it with my eyes closed while I rest my migraine and, um, you know, that kind of thing. So knowing what, knowing that you have a whole bunch of things available that you can plug into those moments of flexibility is kind of just as important, you know, because being... And it works like obviously for just life. It's not like a business yeah, tactic. Totally. Yeah, totally. It's like, just think about all the things that get done around your house, right? If you just did it for chores, like, well, vacuuming takes me this long and dishes take me this long and washing the windows takes me this long. So our kids are so, our family lives are so wacky. You kind of got to know like, oh, I have 15 minutes. I can clean the bathroom before we go, or I could just sit here and wait for 15 minutes. Like <laughs> so important to know all those tasks and just be, be ready and adaptable, right? Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I have a couple of things in my back pocket that I know are always useful to do so that if I can't decide, you know, what's next on my necessary, you know, like my actual to-do list or tasks that need to be done, then I know that there's repeat things that could always be done anytime that would right. keep my life moving forward. And yeah. sometimes that is a moment of self-care. Sometimes <laughs> it is a moment of rest. Yeah. And that sort of is a great segue to, you know, one of the ways that I deal with, with this, not, you know, sort of wanting to move forward even when I'm not feeling well. Um, because I, Oh shoot. I just lost my whole train of thought. I went and read something on the side of my screen. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I have another yeah. thought. I always I'm sure that it'll come back to me because it's been bouncing around for a while. Okay, let it come back and get a pen ready so you can write it down. Yep. Um, another tool I use and think is really, really important is to stop, like, just let go of this thought that everything has to feel good all the time, right? Just be okay with, like, well, I need to get this done. It doesn't necessarily feel great, but that's okay. Like, I don't have to love doing the dishes. I just have to do that. <laughs> and not like, not think that you're supposed to have this like euphoric gratitude, like light filled moment when you're doing the dishes or when you're writing a blog post or when you're anything like let go of this idea that it always has to feel good. It doesn't. It doesn't always have to feel good. Sometimes you just have to do it, right? Like, yeah, that I, you, you're sort of <laughs> speaking to the opposite side of the coin that I was going to say. Oh, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> the, the instant you started speaking, um, yeah. So on the opposite side of that coin, there. That's totally true for me for certain things, and then there's other things that. If I'm not well, I should not even bother because it's going to come through. And, you know, I, it's hard to inspire other people. We actually mentioned this when we decided to sort of bail on. Yes. Recording. Like right. if you did muscle through and just push yourself, it would have been very obvious that your heart wasn't 
Right. That's the way like, that. Where's Amanda's head? Oh, it's hurting. Exactly. <laughs> it's in pain, and she can only focus so much. Um, and that's sort of that. That's what I wanted to speak to, is like I know my personality does amazingly well when I allow myself to sprint during my best moments. Mm. When I am at my best, I can do something better and faster than I can if I'm like muscling through or if my mind is elsewhere or if there's something else that's weighing on me. So one of the productivity uh, tools that I love is to, it, I think I got it from um, The One Thing. Yeah. I listened to that audiobook a couple of years ago and it was really profound to love me. love that book. Yeah. So the, the concept for anyone who hasn't read that book, and we'll put it in the show notes because I also can't remember the name of the author right now, but we'll make sure that it goes in the notes. Um, the concept is that you do the one thing right now that would make everything else after it easier or unnecessary. And I love that. Like that literally transformed the way that I get things done um, because I am definitely a low hanging fruit kind of person if I'm overwhelmed. Like what's the easiest thing right. on my to-do list, even though it might not be necessary at all. And so when I really analyze all of the things that like are in front of me, and I look at them in that way, sort of like a, an entirely different priority level than like chronological, which one did I write down first um, or which one is the easiest? It makes a humongous, humongous difference for me when I, it also is very empowering to feel like I've done the thing that right. makes the biggest difference for where I want my life to be. So Can you in- have an example of that? Like something you would choose to do that makes the next thing easier. Yeah. Sometimes it's literally as simple as cleaning the kitchen. Like if I know I have to do an entire day of meal prep and there's already like a full load of clean dishes in the dishwasher, a full load of dirty dishes all over the kitchen counter. I, you know, I I don't love doing dishes. (laughs) I don't get a lot of catharsis from doing dishes. However, I do know that it's pretty much impossible to do a three hour meal prep if the kitchen is already a disaster. I don't have the tools that I need. I don't have the space that I need. I don't have even like the containers to put everything in when I'm done prepping it. Um, And it makes the entire experience like completely hobbled and not enjoyable. But if I take the 20 minutes that it takes to unload the dishwasher, load all the dirty stuff up, start it, it makes the entire process more enjoyable and easier. I can't think about anything else right now because I'm in awe of the fact that you do meal prep. (laughs) Wow, I want to be Tara. Three hours meal prep. That's amazing. Well, it's either that or I eat way too many like vegan go macro bars when when I have not planned any food at all and I'm here in the office with a bin full of like granola bars and (laughs) way too much of that. For you. Um, So I was thinking too, something that keeps coming back to me, like a task that um, bedtime, right? Kids and bedtime. So anyone who's listening, who's a parent, this is an example where you don't have to love it. You just have to do it. Like you can't not do it. Like you got to get your kids to bed, but you don't have to love it every night. There might be some nights. And I know Tara and I have, we've talked about this, I think on a podcast, different bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, we have feelings. Um, But some nights it's going to be really lovey and snuggly and like read five books and just like suck up that time with your kids. And then other times it's going to be like, I have 10 things to do after this and I'm just going to do it. Like you just need to get to sleep. I I don't have to love it every time. 
and let the times that you genuinely do like carry, but you don't, some things you just have to do. You don't have to love every time. Mm -hmm. I think permission to not permission for it to feel not so great is a really great thing. Like it really, it, it feels good to know that you don't always have to love something. (laughs) Yeah. And I I guess I want to add to that, that it could also feel great to give yourself permission to not always be doing something, you know? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. We, sometimes we feel crappy enough that maybe we just shouldn't keep going. (laughs) going. Yeah. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, I've noticed this for myself. I will get sick very much in conjunction with being otherwise overwhelmed. Mm. It's always like literally Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. I look forward to it more than my birthday. I, I look forward to it all year long. I start thinking about next year's Thanksgiving a week or two after this year. Um, and for the last three years in a row, I have been sick on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please don't do that to me this year. Please, universe. I just, I'm trying to take it really easy this year. I almost just spit coffee all over my computer because I love how different we are. Thanksgiving is like so not. Oh, really? Oh, it's so <laughs> my holiday. Everything about it is, is what I love. It's just so it's awesome. made for me. I'm made for it. I'm not sure one or the other. But in any case, um, you know, when we are overwhelmed, sometimes illness or feeling crappy or sometimes even manifesting a broken bone is our body's way of slowing it down and giving us a little bit of time and space to reevaluate. So I guess even, even when you are down for the count, you can always do that. That sort of feeds back to your, um, you know, your comment about meditating when you totally. And I think, yeah. And some people might've heard that and been like, well, you didn't keep going. You just meditated and fell asleep. Like that's not really productive. Keep going. But I think it's also in the way you frame it. Like that was productive. Like I framed that as a necessary thing that had to, you know, Mm -hmm. that was, in alignment with my end goal. (laughs) So it was just resting, essentially. Some people might have been like, well, no, you just took a nap. Like, don't (laughs) don't give yourself too much credit. But always give yourself credit. (laughs) Everything I do has intention. And there was a lot of intention in just like, I didn't fall asleep thinking about all the things I wasn't getting done or feeling bad that I canceled on Tara. I fell asleep with purpose. Like I fell asleep with intention and with in alignment with my end goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's just like, hold on. Like we just got to mm-hmm. stop, we just hit the stop button and, and rest. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and pause is a beautiful thing. So yeah. um, I, our timer is about to go off. Like perfect. I was just, there gonna- it is. <laughs> awesome. So we can move into, um, into our, our ask. Our ask. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go. Um, okay, so my my ask is kind of getting ready. Well, I mean, literally, we're recording this um, just before Thanksgiving. So my ask is um, to have everybody actually go on to our Facebook page and let me know what your ultimate favorite tradition around this time of year is. Um, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's fine. Let me know what your tradition is. But like this this time of year is so steeped in family and connection and pleasure and indulgence and nourishment that I just, I'm so curious what other people, you know, what other people do to honor that. So 
please share that with me. This is my, this is my time. (laughs) Uh, Before we got on, before we recorded today, uh, my MacBook kind of had a, let's just say, hopefully a temporary illness, but I got the (laughs) spinning wheel of rainbow death for anyone who who uses Apple. So I'm going to just ask that the MacBook angels allow my other computer that I'm not recording on to just beautifully open back up and be perfectly fine. So <laughs> I'm calling in the angels on this one. Calling in the, the eye angels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that. I'll, I'll help manifest for you too, because I really need my co-host and I need her to I be- I could have used that as a gratitude, right? I had grateful that I had a second- New computer computers. That yeah. I opened up so that we didn't have to cancel our recording again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Now we sandwiched two gratitudes and an ask. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Amanda. Um, Until next time, you have an awesome time using backup computer. (laughs) Bye-bye.